Hello, you are welcome to the Emerge Podcast where we discuss all things digital media. I am your host, Joy Enigalu, digital media consultant and your very good friend. Thank you for having me. Aha, uh-huh. so guys, yes, we have the legendary Amarachi that I have been talking about. <laughs> she is the one in, okay, I wanted to say flesh and blood, but we're not seeing her. So she's the one in sound and feeling the other one. Yes, and you can hear her live. So, Amarachi, you are a travel blogger. I know I came across your page um, on Instagram, and that was where I instantly fell in love with you. So, please, um, how did you uh, start out being a travel blogger in the first place? Okay, so um, I didn't necessarily start out being a travel blogger. I just wanted, um, so I just wanted a place where I could um, store my photos, really, because um, I had, I had a, like a situation where I lost my flash drive that contained all my travel photos. So I just wanted an online platform I could, you know, keep uh, store them on, and then I started to have a, a little following, and I just decided to expand on it. So I didn't really start out to become a travel blogger. It just sort of happened. <laughs> Wow. So I also remember when you told me, because I remember out of curiosity, I had to ask you, and I was like, how do you even travel to these countries? And then you mentioned something about having a nine to five, and that blew me away. So how do you, um, you have told me personally, but I want you to share with um, those listening. So how um, are you able to combine traveling with your nine to five? Okay, so um, that question is in two parts. So you have um, the time aspect of it. So how am I, how am I able to um, you know travel and work at the same time? So um, my company, like you know most companies, would give you time off, like vacation days, right? Mm-hmm. So what I do is that I'll typically try to plan my vacation days very well. So what I do is. Uh, most times, I take my vacation days very close to public holidays. So, for example, um, we had the Muslim public holiday that just passed. That was for two days, and I took three days off work. And that gave me, like, um, six, seven days in total, including the weekend. So, I do things like that. And then I also try to make good use of my weekends. So, I'll try to explore, you know, places around me uh, during the weekends, and then... Um, for for longer trips, then I'll typically take my vacation days very close to public public holidays, so I get uh, more days for very um, short time off. So that's how I thought to travel with respect to time, and with respect to money. Um, basically, I just try to save all I can. I try to cut expenses where I can, and yeah, that's I, I try to save as much as I can to travel. <laughs> okay, so. Um when you say you try to save as much as you can, because I know that traveling to these countries, you will need, okay, transportation money, you need um, yeah. feeding, accommodation fee, uh, sightseeing, cash, you know, and then sometimes you have to buy something like, um, you know, should I say a takeaway from that country to remind you that you actually visit that country. So how are you able, because, you know, when you're saying these things, like I basically try to save up, 
Best thing with the things in that one million. Uh, yeah. no, sorry, hundred naira that you're trying to save <laughs> up here. <laughs> so we need to know how are you able to plan these things? I mean, do you have a side business? If I may ask. Uh, for now, I do not have a side business, but I'm working towards that because multiple streams of income is always a very good idea. Okay. So I'm working towards that right now. I just rely solely on my job. Okay. So salary money is where all these things are going coming from. Awesome. So tell us, how yeah, are you able to plan for accommodation, feeding? How are you able to do all those things? Okay, so um, one of the things I share on my blog is is the fact that travel doesn't have to be too expensive. I mean, I know travel can be expensive, but I try to encourage people to do so, and I try to look for ways to save money. So, um, first of all, if you you're, you're thinking about um, let's just break it down into bits. So, transportation, for example. Um, typically, traveling by road would cost less than traveling by air. So um, that's that's something to you know weigh, be, depending on where you're going to. And if um, you're traveling abroad, for example, uh, if you book your tickets very close to the dates you're traveling, it will typically be more expensive than booking it um, maybe months before. And then I also have these apps that sort of track changes with. Um, travel fares so to typically tell you when a fare is reduced or something like that and then even uh, um, booking during strate strategic days can help you reduce the cost of flights for example if you book a flight on the weekend it will be more expensive than say if you book a flight on a wednesday or on a tuesday something like that and um, there are also some little tricks you can use like if you're checking for a flight and you clear your cash before checking for it again, it would actually reduce the cost. Wow. I don't know what these airlines do, but that actually works. So things like that. And in terms of accommodation, um, I also always encourage people to sort of be open-minded and flexible with accommodations. So I have, you know, I'd consider different um, types of accommodation. I'll consider hotels, hostels, um, Airbnb and I would even consider couch surfing. So before <laughs> before anybody gets scared on the call and just runs away, <laughs> let me just explain a bit. <laughs> so um, when I first traveled to uh, Europe in 2015, which is basically that trip was basically what um, you know pushed me into this um, area of my life right now. Uh, while I was planning for that trip. The budget I had for hotels alone was crazy, like it was a lot. And it was it was going to, you know, it was going to just increase the the money I budgeted by by a lot. And I was really, really terrified of staying in hostels. I mean, I've I've heard all sorts of stories, you know, mm -hmm. people tell you about horror movies and all that. Yeah, so I was really, really terrified. But I got there and it was like that's the experience of staying in hostels is, is definitely one of the best experience I've had. And you'd, you know, you'd find hostels as, ch as cheap as four euros per night compared to maybe a hundred euros you pay in a hotel. And wow. if you come to think about it, so hostels are really basic, basically, they just give you a place to lay your head down. And if you come to think about it, how much time 
do you actually spend in your room when you go out to explore places True. you spend very little time if you're you know if you're really an open about person so you don't really need to stay in an expensive hotel all the time and then there's couch surfing also which <laughs> i recently tried and yeah so that's um if you do your due diligence you know try to research a bit that's also very safe um yeah so you just consider different um hotel accommodation so you're not you know bound to to one thing so basically what i'm just trying to say is that travel doesn't have to be you know too expensive so when i say i save money i don't save like millions and then just blow it on the trip okay so um I'm, I'm assuming couch surfing means probably getting a host in another country or the country you're visiting and does, is that what it means yes yeah, so basically couch surfing is like a site and an app that connects um travelers to um to homeowners just think about think about couch surfing like a and airbnb just that you don't pay so Airbnb, you pay for the extra room or you pay for the for the house the person is offering you. But couchsurfing, you don't pay. And um, so couchsurfing is, is also sort of like Uber, if you think about it. And when people stay with you or when you stay with people, they leave reviews on the website. And so if you, you know, like, for example, when I tried couchsurfing, I, I didn't just, you know, show up in the person's house. I actually did my own research, read the reviews, contacted people um, the offline to find out about my hosts. And it's, you know, it was, it's been one of my, my most remarkable experiences traveling. Wow, wow. So, I, have, I have a lot of questions to ask. Guys, do you have any questions? Please just <laughs> drop it in the comment section because, uh, I mean, the typical Nigerian, how do you even go to other countries? I mean, we see movies here where they have all those um, um, uh, vampires and then it's like in the night they're waking yeah. up to hurt you and then you're, maybe there's a torch and you know, all those funny stuff that we see on, in the movies, right? But then... Okay, first of all, let me, let me, I, I would love you to share a story. Like, have you ever had any bad host? Like, someone that's like, if you don't eat what we eat, then you can't stay here. Or if you don't go where we go, you can't stay here. Have you ever had any sort of... No way. Are you serious? No way. Like, I, I, I don't know if I've been really lucky or I just, I just, you know, do like some basic um, James Bond. I don't know the type of research <laughs> on the people I get to stay with. But... I've had the most amazing people, like, I mean, when I went to Benin Republic, for example, my couch surfing hosts, you know, because I can't speak French, so it was, it was available to take me around, you know, even offered to pay for a lot of things. Not, not all couch surfers are like that anyway, but I'm just saying, um, there are good people everywhere. If you listen to the news, if you listen to the media all the time, um you probably won't be doing anything right exactly <laughs> so, you know? there are lots of people that don't want to come to that don't want to come to nigeria because they think the whole of nigeria is infested with Boko Haram, but that's not true so the media um you know they give one they, they give a lot of information it's good to listen to them but it's also good to find your own truth like um just you know, do your own research and be a little adventurous, I guess. Wow. 
I'm, 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 I'm shivering here like I'm the one who is going <laughs> to the, the person's house. I mean, I really don't know how you do it, but that's it. That's a very good one. So, um, how many countries have you traveled to so far? Uh, so far, I've been to 20 countries Whoa. and 23 states in Nigeria. <laughs> wow. Some of us have not crossed the Niger Bridge <laughs> just from the east to Lagos. <laughs> Someone has gone to 20 countries. Wow. That's amazing. That's really amazing. So um, I would really love to know, because um, I know that in doing all these things, you have your struggles. So will you share? can you yeah. share your struggles with us, you know? whatever it is okay so i'll say my my number one struggle is the struggle that comes with traveling as a nigerian yeah, i know so first is our passport our passport is so limiting uh i mean with the green passport like you need a visa to almost everywhere in the world so you can't just say oh i want to pack up my bag and go to China, I want to pack my bag and go somewhere. You actually have to research, you have to, you know, sometimes you drop your visas for months before, you drop your passport for months before you get it. You don't even know if you get a visa <laughs> after yeah. that. But I find that it's, um, it gets easier with, uh, with each stamp on your passport, with each visa on your passport. So I usually advise people to go to visa-free destinations you know first and try to build that travel um what they call travel experience and there's so many beautiful visa free countries to visit you have countries like kenya tanzania mauritius you have a visa um on arrival and you know they are so worth visiting um you also have countries that have visas that are fairly easy to get so like turkey or uh, Dubai, for example. So, um, having a Nigerian passport is not is no longer, you know, that much of a challenge. But it used to be for me. And another thing is also, um, you know, trying to pay for for stuff. Like uh, most of our cards don't work abroad. So I've I've had situations where I've been stranded wow. <laughs> in a different country. Yeah, so sometimes that's been really scary, but like I said before, um, the majority of people are good. I literally just walk up to someone and say, this is my situation, I'm stranded, and nine out of ten times, I've always gotten help. Like, someone would pay for my bus ticket, someone would pay for my hotel, it's like, it's that's amazing. I don't know, and that's what, I think that's what you get when you travel, you, you get to see it, you get to see the world in a different way, really, and you get to see that a lot of people are really good and sort of just, you know, helps you change your mindset. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, these travels that you do, you're, you're really saying a lot of stuff that I'm like, really? Is this a Nigerian doing this? <laughs> really? Joy, where have you been all your life, you know? So, um, I, I really want to ask, uh, do you, you these travels, do you do them on your own or you have like a group of friends or that one friend that you always travel with? So, um, nine out of ten times I travel solo. 
Um, I have also been on group tours with, uh, we have some amazing um, Nigerians, we have some Nigerians doing some amazing work in terms of tourism. Um, so I've been on some group tours with them. And I also travel with my sisters sometimes. But majority of my travels have been solo. And I remember, like, if you if you had asked me maybe three years ago or two years ago if I would ever if I would ever travel solo, I told you no, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I am a very I used to be a very shy person. I think I still am anyway. I used to be an extreme introvert, wow. and yeah, I, I just didn't think it was something I could do. But like I said, after that trip to Europe in 2015, I actually went solo, not by choice. My travel partner was denied a visa, so I had the choice of canceling the entire trip or just going with it. And I just decided to go with it. And, you know, that trip just changed everything for me. Wow. Wow. That's, that's amazing. So, um, um, is, there, is there any chance, like, if anybody wants to travel with you, do you usually... Do you usually say, um, okay, guys, this is my next trip. In case you're interested, we can go together, blah, blah, blah. Do you have such openings? So um, on my blog, I usually notify my subscribers whenever I'm going somewhere. But I, um, because I have a five job, it's my, my travel shadows aren't set in stone. So I, so I could say, for example, I'm going to Obudu next week. And then my boss will say, sorry, I'm not approving your vacation. Wow. <laughs> so it, it's, it's not like, so I would say typically, okay, I'm, I'm going to go to Obudu at so-so time. And, you know, I'd have a lot of people who, um, message me saying, oh, they'd like to come. Oh, guys, please. Hold on. Let me get her back. To... Okay. Okay. Yeah. She's back live. Okay. Hello? Hello, yeah, you can go ahead. Okay. Yeah, so I'm saying uh, I usually notify my subscribers um, whenever I have a trip coming up. But so far, I haven't really traveled with, um, you know, anyone yet because my, my shadows are always changing. So I do not have something fixed. Okay, so I'm sure people will really want to, you know, find out how you travel they want to travel with you and all that and guys in case if you're listening amarachi's blog is travel with a pen travel with a pen.com am i right amarachi yeah. yes that's it all right travel with a pen.com this is no hype this is no hype amarachi is bay when it comes to traveling okay so like i said i stumbled upon her on instagram and out of curiosity i had to ask her some questions i her blog is one of the blogs that i read i drop comments when i want to and if i feel like man i need to digest this more i just stay away from the comment and keep reading first which is very very important on the comment you know so she i I remember coming across um a blog post you you talked about where you were able to travel to like three countries at like you you traveled to one and then you were able to visit two other countries and i'm like wow that's that's smart you know ordinarily we wouldn't think of that we just think of okay let's go to ghana and we'll go to ghana come back let's go to togo and whereas there are neighboring countries that you can just visit for some days and then you know you count it as the countries exactly. that you have visited you know so i got that yeah. tip from amarachi 
so guys travelwithapen.com it's a it's a website that you you should really archive and you know always visit so let's look at the comment section k says um ha you are just making me want to travel amarachi which is really strange <laughs> i hate traveling <laughs> okay so uh Faustina says so what do you do while in those countries all right so that's for you what do you do while you're in those countries um so what what i do is like in two parts so i like being the you know the tourist in places so i'll typically i want to i want to visit the you know the touristy places i want to take a picture in front of so 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 place but you know apart from all of that i really want to experience that country i want to see how people are i want to see what they eat i want to taste their food i want to actually meet people so i mean i want i want to have both experiences right i want to do all the touristy things but i really want to experience the country like a local so sometimes i would you know the first time i went to benin republic for example i didn't really do anything like there's always a list of things you must see I know we've seen all those articles. Ten most visited places in yeah, 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 right. Yeah. So, but and that's one of the things couchsurfing does for you. The local takes you to places that you don't see on those lists, and those places are amazing. So, so that's what I do. I just try to meet people. I try to eat their food. I try to just have fun. <laughs> Wow. Can you can you give us the names of those of the apps that you said has helped you so far in your travel experience? Okay, so um in terms of flights, for example, I use I usually compare flights with a uh, fair compare. I use um Wakanao, I use Travel Start. Um and I use I think it's called Fair Hop, I can't remember the name. So that's for flights. Um, for for my trip in Europe, for example, I used um, Captain Train. I feel like that's my best app ever because it allows you book trains from you know different parts of Europe, and it's just so easy. And it gives you like cheap options. It's a really awesome app. And then of of course I use Couchsurfing for accommodation. I use Booking.com and I use Dreamia Travel in in Nigeria and Africa because I found out that Dreamia Travel is actually the hotels you get on Dreamia Travel are actually cheaper than oh, wow. the same when you check than the same hotels when you check on um, on booking.com so if you use Dreamia within Africa it's cheaper than when you use booking.com uh but I like booking.com because it comes with all these little guides so when you book an accommodation you get um you get a, a guide so if you're showing up in a place where you've never been, you don't know what to do. Those guides are really, really helpful. Uh, I also use TripAdvisor to, you know, review places I want to visit. If I'm trying to think about going with an organized tour, I use TripAdvisor to find um, the tour operators. So those are some of the apps I use. Wow, the comment sessions are just making me want to bust, bust out in laughter here. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Faustina says, I'm sure the food part, I'm sure it's the food part I am more interested in. I love food, I can't deny. <laughs> then uh, Kay says, when you travel alone, how do you get around? Do you use a tour guide or something? 
and then second question is what is your advice for traveling on an almost non-existent budget okay so the first question when i travel alone um i use so it's in two parts um the first thing i think about is safety right i'm really really safety conscious i'm the kind of person that would never travel without a malaria kit mm. i would never travel without uh, <laughs> without like um what's this called uh, some what you use for your hand sanitizers and sanitizers things like that so i'm really really safety conscious if I go to a place and I'm worried about my safety, then I would look for an organized tour to go with. And that's, that's been very rare, really. I've used that only in India. Um, but I should, I mean, at the end of the day, I could have actually been in India on my own. But I used that in India because I, didn't, I just wanted company there. But typically, I'd use um, public transport to get around. I'd ask if you stay in a hostel, just ask the reception. They're usually very excited to help. Everyone wants to show you the best of your country, so exactly. they would recommend you know places for you to go. I was in a hostel once in in Europe, and the owner actually dedicated the next day to taking me around. So mm. I mean, it's it, yeah. So for the second so, um, question, and for the second yeah. question, sorry, oh, on an almost non-existent budget, right? So yeah. first, um, when you think about travel, travel is broken down into three major parts. So you have transportation, you have accommodation, and you have others. Others is your feeding, your tours, and everything. Shopping. Transportation. Sorry? I said shopping. Yes, exactly. So I don't really shop when I go on my vacations anymore because that takes a lot of money <laughs> that I could use to of do something else. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so for transportation, you can reduce that by getting free rides. And your free rides, could, if you're very adventurous, you could eat hike, which I sort of did on my trip to um, Togo. And uh, you could like sort of pool so if you see you know I, I stay and this is also one good um, reason why you should stay in hostels so when you stay in a hostel there's so many people trying to go to probably going to the same place as you and you could just tag along with them so you could get free rides that way um, for accommodation yeah couch surfing is the way to go because it's it costs you nothing um, to stay with, with your host. Your, your host is not supposed to charge you and they typically wouldn't. If you read, you know, you choose the right host and you're good to go. And then for others, so for me, for example, when I travel, I if I stay in a place where um, it gives free breakfast, like I eat everything, <laughs> and then I skip lunch, and then I have a very late dinner, and cooking your food, like, you know, Instead of going to somewhere fancy, some going to a fancy restaurant, you could just go to a, a, um, a mall, and you could get something very cheap. Or I mean, they, they just you could do you could go for free tours. Like in most big cities, you have free walking tours. So basically, you just sign up, and you have a guide that just takes you around for free. So there's so many things like you could do if you could just control the first two at the big. Are the big budgets that's accommodation and transportation and if you could reduce that then you're fine 
Wow, <laughs> this is so much information, guys. I don't know about you, but my head is busting. <laughs> okay, so um, Onyinye um, Wokor Marian says Amarachi can add cheap flights to her list to oh, great deals. <laughs> Invasive MC Jokesino says nice one. Then K says okay, K is taking notes. Jumia Travel, Couch Surfing, Booking.com, Trip Advisor. <laughs> then uh, K is asking again, did you ever go to a place where you had language barriers? How did you cope? So um, yeah, I, I've been to you know, mostly French-speaking countries. So I, I actually speak a little French because I, I've, I I make this list every year to try to do something. You know, my friend will always say the limit of your language is the limit of your world. Mm-hmm. So I try to wow. learn wow. A, a new language I love every that. time. The limit so of guys, please repeat that I, again. I, repeat that again. Sorry. <laughs> The limit of your language is the limit of your world. Hmm. Awesome stuff. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had I had like issues communicating in French um, with locals in Togo or Benin. But you know, everyone understands hand gestures and you know, sometimes that's all you need. I I think it's very important to learn the basic words before you go to another country. So before I I'll go to Togo, for example, I'd learn how to say, where is so-so-so, good morning, uh, just just those basic things. And they go a long way with people, really. Um, so if you, in France, for example, people don't like to, <laughs> people don't like you to approach them in English. And I totally support them for, for, for that. If you approach someone, in the person's language, they already warm up to you, True. and then you can try to chip in English. You know, try to ask your questions in broken English. You'd always find someone that could that can help. It. Like it's never lost. I, I've never been in a place where I was completely lost. There was there's always someone. You know, if you speak a little French, speak a little English, wave your hands. You know, someone who always gets what you're trying to say. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So. Kay, okay, K is still taking notes. Her K is really serious about this travel business. <laughs> She's seriously taking notes. <laughs> K, well done. I do hear that one. Um, Iene, thank you so thank much you, for joining Kay. us. I do with Sister Deborah. Thank you so much for joining us. So, guys, if you have more questions for Amarachi, I think we have about ten minutes more to round up, and we'll allow Amarachi go and rest. It's weekend, so she'll probably be planning another trip. So, so um, um, when it comes to, because um, another important thing I know is um, understanding money, currencies, right? So how are you able to, you know, understand the currency of where you're coming from and then match it with the currency of where you travel to? So I always, so um, I always tell people, if you travel somewhere and before you buy something, you try to convert it to your local currency, you're going to be so, so depressed. <laughs> because, <laughs> because our, our Naira is like really bad. So basically what I just try to do is that I budget per day. So I'd say, okay, I'm going to spend 
let's say $30 a day, for example. So what's $30 in Nigerian Naira? It's this amount. And I, I have that amount in Nigerian Naira, and then I change it to the local currency. And that's what I use per day, something like that. So I don't, you know, go somewhere and say, um, how much is this? And they tell me it's three euros. And then I say, okay, what's three times? So, so, so. Wow. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I do that, but like not all the time. And there are also apps that allow you convert on the fly. So I think there's a currency converter app. And so you could just easily um, convert on the fly. But for me, I basically have an overall budget. And then I just try to break them down in days. So that's that's what I do. I, do, I don't typically try to convert every single thing because it's yeah, our currency doesn't really match up. Wow, wow. So, um, of all the travels you have ever done, of all the tasting of meals you have ever done in various countries, which 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 one does your taste board still long for till now? <laughs> It's very, very difficult to answer because almost everything I've been, like almost every country I've been at, like they're, they're just very different. And it's, I, I think it's really difficult to answer that. If I, if I was to just say something off the top of my head, I'd say Italy because I had a lot of ice cream in Italy, but that doesn't really count. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they have like amazing pasta. So that was really good. Um, I went to Ghana like sometime this year and I tried um, banku and fish and jollof rice and uh, is it wanki or something I can't remember. Wache. So that was also something else. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really difficult for me to to just pick every every experience has been has been different and every experience has been good. Wow. So let's find out if you're a loyal Nigerian. Terrible food. Sorry? I said, let's find out if you're a loyal Nigerian. So you said you went to Ghana earlier this year. I know year. what you're about to ask me. Of course, <laughs> you know, so tell me the answer. <laughs> <laughs> we are waiting for our answer. We always prep, of but course. But to be fair, Ghana Jalaf was, was not bad either. I mean, I'm not going to judge the entire Ghana with just, you know, that one jello fries plate I tried. It was good. You know, I've had better in Nigeria and I've had worse. So, but it was good. <laughs> All right. So, um, this is like the second, um, second half of the year. How many trips um, okay. do you see yourself having before the end of the year? Um, well, it's, it's, Difficult to say. I, 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 so I'm on a major project at work, so I know that's going to sort of reduce the frequency of my travel for the next for this year. Um, but I guess I'm I'm looking forward to taking one major trip, but across maybe three countries. I really don't like to take um, singular destination trip because I don't like flying. So I feel like once I just do that one flight, it's better to just cover as many areas uh -huh. as I can. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if I was to go to, um, you know, Eastern Africa, for example, I'd combine Kenya, um, Rwanda, and Uganda. 
and this is also smart because um, East Africa has a singular East African visa now and oh, wow. it costs less it, it's like a hundred dollars rather than spending 50 in each of the countries so you sort of save fifty dollars and you know you also save flights money if you were to go back to Nigeria and then come back to this country so it's like killing three birds with one stone, one stone. Uh -huh. so yeah that's amazing so first uh k says very informative very informative thank you amarachi hello aluchi joy thank you so much for joining us um grace thank you so much for joining us Fastina says ice cream wow wide eyes think i have to visit <laughs> italy <laughs> so because of ice cream you want to go to italy ah god have mercy on you <laughs> you should go because of the ice cream it's really good <laughs> Okay, Faustina says I have tasted Ghana jollof rice joy. It's better, Jerry. Hmm. This is this is someone that is not loyal. She's not loyal at all. We should deport you to Ghana. Thank <laughs> you, Tevi Ashabi. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> so, um, Amashi, you mentioned quickly. You mentioned something about um, safety kits. Um, traveling. So you said you can't travel without your safety kit, like your malaria kit and all, and then your what's it called yeah. hand sanitizer and then you also mentioned um yeah. countries that we can travel to um without visa do you have um, like a blog post that you know lists these countries for us so we can just go to your blog and read uh yes i do but my uh, my blog post is actually just limited to five of those countries i want to visit but I, if you, you know, I have those countries on my blog, and then if you also do a Google search, I think we can visit up to 44 countries. Um, Without visa, visa arrival or visa free. So, yes, with your Nigerian passport. Oh, wow. I should totally work on that. I'll totally I'll research that. So, guys, it's been an amazing one it's supposed to be one hour but network had to steal some parts but uh -huh, we still had fun anyways so um yeah. i'm super excited about everything i've had tonight i'm actually be sure that i'm going to disturb your life and i'm sure that some people that are going to follow <laughs> you bumper to bumper to make sure that you you teach them more stuff because i wish we had um, all the time in the world to talk about this but we really have to go we really really have to go so um do you have any last words that you want to tell us about traveling or why it's important i, I know that as, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur i always tell people that one of the fastest ways to learn aside reading books is traveling yeah, yeah so because i have i have seen exactly. um i've seen what traveling has done to someone firsthand i don't know if you guys remember um aroma of um project fame and how he won the whooping uh, 10 million naira just because of the last question he, ch he answered was a travel question so and i've always had that in my head and i'm like god 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 so you know um do you have any uh, questions uh, sorry not questions do you have any last words that you want to tell us as regards traveling and why it's okay. important so just Okay, yeah. So, um, just in summary, I'm, I'm going to use myself as an example. 
uh, before I started traveling, I was this very awkward, shy, very, very quiet person. You meet me, I would never be able to have a conversation with anyone. Wow. And so traveling just made me more confident and it, it just gave me more confidence and basically it I always say travel helps to break stereotypes. So there are a lot of people that meet me and say, Oh, are you Nigerians? you know, things like that. And then I meet a lot of people, uh, um and I, I see a different a different um you know, thing from what the media says. So traveling definitely helps you to break stereotypes. It, it helps. It exposes you to a lot of cultures, a lot of traditions. It it, it just makes you a better person, really. And um, another thing that I want to say is that traveling is not ex as expensive or as scary as people, you know, as it's made out to be. You can actually travel very, um, if you, very. You can actually travel on a very slim budget. You can have fun. You're going to be safe. Don't worry about. <laughs> Um, that as, as long as you do your due diligence and your research if you have to and yeah this traveling is amazing so I encourage everyone to at least you know try it once in a while wow whoa so guys we have come to, to the end of today's episode honestly I do not want to end this but you know we have to go everybody has to sleep we have to eat and you know say good night um olayinka hello you're just coming in um chuka says so sad oh so sorry you can listen to the replay and like i said i'm working to i'm working to put all the episodes on my blog so you can just go there and download it if need be so i'm sure so many of you want to download amarachi's when i have on your phone so no problem i'm definitely working on that um, Faustina says, thank you, Amarachi. I enjoyed every part of it. Well done, Joy. Thank you, Faustina, for listening. Thank you so thank much. You. Kay says, um, travel to break the stereotype. Yes, baby. Travel to break the stereotype. Chuka said, this was great. Kay says, thank you, Joy. Excellent as always. Thank you so much, guys. Without you guys, we won't be having this so much fun. At least having, it's important that we're not talking to ourselves. I'm not just gisting with Marachi. At least we have people listening and engaging. That's what makes it so much fun. So many thanks to you guys for showing up. And 100% thanks to Marachi for saying this. Because I actually notified her late. And yet she agreed to do this. So Amarachi, I'm super grateful. Thank you for making today an amazing day. Um... Thank you very much for having me, and thanks to everyone on the call. Yeah, so guys, um, you've, you've heard Amarachi. Um, she says, travel because it breaks stereotypes, it makes you a better person. And yes, I, I agree with her 100%. So till I come your way next week, Friday, remain beautiful, remain blessed, and have a fabulous weekend. Thank you, Joy. Bye, everybody. Thank you.